Another edition of Tops. I'm Bill Davis, and he's Mark Hardy. I'm always waiting for you to introduce yourself, but I guess yeah. I have to. You know what? I um, what I'm trying to do is, you know, like a really good uh, sports casting team. You know, there's play-by-play, -play and there's a color guy, and there's just they're like a married couple where they can almost complete each other's sentences, and there's nobody stepping on each other's, you know you know, uh, conversation. So, you know, sometimes I'm more in flow that way than others, but, uh, yes, I am Mark Hardy and I have the documentation to prove it. <laughs> do, do you? <laughs> well, getting my genetics tested. So that's something. <laughs> All right. Well, today I think we wanted to talk about, um, planning and calendars and publishing and all that good stuff and how how we might suggest you go about doing those things. So um, I was just going to kick it off a little bit um, and, and give it a, a little example of what I do. And you can scale this depending on the size of your project. So I'm going to start with a very small report, like a five to, five to ten page report, and this is how I would approach it. Um, and I'm doing this based on if I need to get it done by the end of the week. So, you know, I have five or six days to do it. Um, so basically, I write two pages a day and I'm done. No, I'm kidding. Um, what I do is is I like to employ, um, uh, and, and I don't know if anybody else does this. I'm sure somebody does. But um, I like to employ my subconscious in in, in writing. And... And what I mean by that is I don't actively think about what I'm going to do um, the entire time. So I break, I, I break things up into stages. And the first stage really is, I, you know, what do I want to get accomplished by Friday, let's say. That's, that's what I think about on Sunday. And I write it down. I write down what I'm going to get done. And that kind of gives me like a, 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 a commitment to myself that's in writing that's a little bit more formal than just saying, hey, I'm going to do it. Um, and then so I don't, I don't think about any tasks or milestones. The only milestone is I want to have it done by Friday, period. That's it. Then I go to sleep. Then on Monday, I, I just basically collect what I need, any kind of templates, images, you know, uh, notes. I do a little bit of research. Um, I don't really do a whole lot. I just collect stuff. And then on, um, I might, I might flesh out a little, a little simple mind map. I, I, I like to use X mind, but there's a whole bunch of tools out there. Um, and then on Tuesday, I actually just plan these. And that essentially means taking what I did the day before and knowing where I have to go by Friday and I write an outline and that becomes sort of my my table of contents and then on Wednesday and Thursday I do the work and and I can write I mean it's easy for me to write a 10-page report in two days that's not a problem I could do it in one day if I had to um, and I've done it many times before and then on Friday I just tie up tie up loose ends I promote I email I might put something out on social media. I might do a little Animoto video or something, put it up on YouTube. Um, and I might write a, a really brief sales page. And that's really about it. So it's, it's, it's a pretty simple process. But if you're going to write a book, like a 
hundred page book or two hundred page book, you obviously have to scale out a little bit, a, l- a little bit, um, expand that a little bit. But the process is is really the same. Anyway, that's how I do it. Mark, do you have any different way to do it, or any suggestions, or add, uh, you know additions, edits to that? Yes, yes, I do. Awesome. Would it be Would it be, would it be weird if I didn't? It would be weird, and this would be a really short show. Yeah, Bye, everybody. Well, and, and I, I wanted to make a clarification when you said simple mind map as opposed to being simple minded. <laughs> I regularly am, am accused of being simple minded. I think going down the and then, but you don't want to get to the simple ten stage because then you're really kind of losing it. So okay, all right. So that's uh, that's me and my kind of. You know, fascination with the the language. Um, uh, here, let me let me um, kind of uh, expand on your process and make one suggestion based on what I've learned from you know writing copy for thirty years and writing you know every every different type of of uh, of text. You know, whether it's sales, promotional. I may have well, I shouldn't say every. I haven't written fiction, but I've written nonfiction. Uh, what I like is, and and you know, we probably talked about this before. Um, there's a time kind of, uh, and I won't say time management. I, I, I will say a time optimization process called, uh, and I, I probably mentioned it before. It's called the mini day concept. And what the mini day the mini day concept is, you break down what you do into physical movements, and you don't try. You you just stay on that one task. So. You know, I mean, in a in a in a non-publishing example, it would be if you're you know your general work day, you shouldn't be talking on the phone, emailing, working on content, and hopping all over the place. You need you know you need to time block and do you know what? I'm going to just email for the next 20 minutes. I'm going to make phone calls for the next 40 minutes or whatever the the case may be. So what you're doing, um, Bill, is you're kind of doing a variation. Of the the mini day system, where you're you're breaking down the the production chunks, and you're not trying to you know you're not kind of like okay I'm going to gather my assets and then I'm going to you know do a little writing and then I'm going to you know do some research online. You have kind of different steps and different phases, and I really like that. So I think that's um, you know, and then I also like having an outline um, uh, first because you know you mentioned your subconscious. The outline is going to be working on fleshing out what comes, you know, under those different, uh, those outline points, um, you know, before you write. The one uh, tweak that I would build in, and you may do this already, and maybe you just didn't mention it, is as a writer, and I was just talking about this with a, a, a writing colleague, and we both said, you know, when we're on a deadline, we need to build in editorial and editing space. So you do that draft and then you get away, you step away, you go on and do something completely else and completely different. And, but you know, can you come back to it in an hour or two hours and, and optimize it? Of course, but I can tell you from doing this for 30 years, if you can get away from it for, you know, eight hours, 12 hours, 24 hours, and then come back to it with fresh eyes it's amazing what you can do to improve what you started with. So I'm curious, Bill, I mean, do you factor that in? Is that part of the writing process or, or what's what's your take on that? 
Yeah, so I, I, I did leave something out, and, and it was um, I, I spend an inordinate amount of time writing my first page. <laughs> um, and, and usually it's that first paragraph, and usually it's that first opening sentence. Um, because, you know, as a writer, you, you know, kind of the, the whole idea is you write this sentence to carry people, to carry the reader into the next sentence. And I, I figure if I can't get them on the first sentence, I'm screwed. So I have to make that really good. And I have to make the first paragraph really good. And, and I spend a lot of time writing out that first paragraph in my head. Like I'll go out and I'll go for a walk or I'll go for a bike ride or I'll go to the gym. But it has to be something that's not real strenuous because I find that I can't, I can't really separate the, I can't utilize my energy in two places. It's kind of like me and multitasking. I don't do it. I suck at it. I think most people suck at it. And the people who look like they're good at it are good at switching from one thing to another. They're not really multitasking. They're doing one thing and then another thing. And they're good at switching back and forth. It's it, you lose a lot of time. Most people lose a lot of time switching back and forth. That's where they are not good at multitasking. But um, I spend a lot of time writing that first paragraph and it's usually in my head. Once I have it solid in my head, I can type it. Once I have it on paper, paper, um, the rest of the Digital stuff, paper. Yeah, the rest of the stuff just flows. And I don't write stuff out on paper anymore. I, I mean, I write, might write some notes, but everything's digital. It's all online. Um, yeah, I don't do any of that. I don't do any of that kind of stuff anymore. Um, but yeah, you know why I, you should say that again. You know why you should? Uh, because you're going to tell me to. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to suggest, but there's a physiological and a psychological, uh, you know, uh, a psychological reason why you want to do that. Okay, and that is um, it activates different. You are you are activating a different mode. You are you are in kinesthetic mode. Um, you're not in visual mode. You're not in auditory mode. When you're in kinesthetic mode, your your synapses fire differently, and you're activating a different part of you than you typically do if you're just at the keyboard. Um, and that's not just me saying that, and it's not me just saying that because you know I'm older. Um, uh, uh, anything you can do kinesthetically, um, you know, makes a big difference. So it doesn't mean you have to totally do everything, you know, with a notepad, but, you know, try it. I mean, I, I like, you know, I like to actually flesh out the outline with a notepad. Um, and I feel more creative with a notepad rather than looking at a blank computer screen. Yeah, I, I think I think I might be doing part of that. When I, one of my favorite things to do is to think, mind maps. Is mind maps, but yeah. one, of my, one of my favorite things to do is to actually do this thinking while I'm washing dishes. <laughs> so I'm I'm being tactile, tact, yeah, tact, uh, tactile with things. Um, yeah, kinesthetic. But but I I shy away from writing stuff down because, and I'm not kidding. When I write it down, 80% of the time, I can't read it. <laughs> I'm like a doctor. Um, I can't read my own writing. Um, so I, I'm, I look at it and I go, huh? 
So it's better for me. And I, and I have a fairly good memory. I can't remember like yesterday and I can't remember stuff I need to do, but I can remember what I'm thinking when it comes to writing. And I can generally do a pretty good job writing or remembering what I wrote. Um, sometimes I'll also uh, dictate into my smartphone. Um, yeah, and that, that's, a, that's another good thing, too. I think the, the things to watch out for, you know, because we're talking about kind of optimization. We're talking about kind of hacking, you know, the writing process. We're talking about, um, you know, just kind of, you know, we always like to remind our, our viewers that when we talk publishing, it's not just publishing books. Any content yeah. that you publish online is publishing. So, you know, it could be an article, it could be a blog post, it could be social media, it could be a press release, uh, it could be a video. That's all publishing. This is this the new realm of publishing we're, we're living in. Yeah, um, and, and just to go back to our definition, kind of our foundational definition, publishing is to make public. Mm -hmm. So it, it could be anything. You, you could be composing music. Yes. Once you yes, make it, it public, it's published, and you're a yeah. publisher. So that's where we're coming from. Yeah, thank you for that clarification. You know, I, was, I made a couple of notes when you, when you first started, and one of the things that, that stuck out to me, and I, and I know this is something that, that I have, um, uh, when I didn't meet my deadline or when I failed, um, one of the, the takeaways I had is, you know, we... Um, and when I say we, I'm talking about if we're, you know, I, and this could be whether you're an independent professional, you're an entrepreneur, um, or you have a full-time, you know, job, and then you're, you know, doing something on the side, you know, we're, you know, say writing a book on the side. And that is the difference between internal and external deadlines. So in Bill's case, you know, that was an internal deadline. That was a deadline, a contract, an agreement that Bill made with Bill. It wasn't what Bill made with his client, Bo, that said, by Friday, I will have this. Now, what you have to notice that often, external deadlines are far more powerful. And you know why they're more powerful, Bill? I bet you do. Uh, yeah, but I'm gonna let you say it. Okay, well, there's probably multiple reasons. But the one reason is, is you're accountable to someone else. And your psyche and your self-worth is going to be, and, and, you know, your livelihood is going to be wrapped up in your ability to deliver when you said you were going to deliver. Now, yeah, if you have some emergency come up and you need to renegotiate a deadline, that's one thing. Um, but what I found is the more you can treat internal deadlines like external ones, the, the greater your completion rate. And there's a there's an easy fix um, for that, and that is have an accountability partner, and have a some kind of system that if you don't meet that deadline, you know maybe there's there's a penalty or you put money into a kitty or something. You know, hey, you can have some fun with it. Um, I find as a creative person, sometimes I need that level of structure. What about you? Yes, um, I actually. <laughs> I'm I'm compiling uh, a bunch of newsletter articles I wrote over the last eighteen months, wow. and I'm putting it into a book. And I ran and it's it's it, it's it's a newsletter that was about productivity and, and stuff like that. 
And I ran across or re-ran across this site or this mention of a site called Stick, S-T-I-K-K.com. Don't look it up because it no longer works and it kind of bummed me out because I thought it was a great idea, but obviously I was the only one um, <laughs> because it's not around anymore. But the idea was you, you, you make a commitment, a public commitment to the website, and if you, you put money there, say you say 50 bucks, and it goes in like this escrow thing, escrow account, and if you don't meet your goal, they contribute money to a cause you hate. <laughs> like, like if you're a Republican, they would donate to Hillary Clinton. Or if you like the Yankees, they would donate to the Red Sox. You know, that kind of a thing. You know, that, that, I don't know. I don't, how did they not make it? I mean, it has so much going for it. Um, it must it must have been poor execution. I don't, I'm not really yeah. sure. I never had to use it, but I, I did recommend it to other people who had kind of the issue that you're talking about. I've never really had issues with internal versus external deadlines. Um, I'm one of those guys who, if I, if I negotiate a deadline with a client, it's usually, you know, I, I try to give myself some room. So my internal deadline is, is much tighter than my external deadline. And I give myself, uh, you know, some leeway in case things do come up. And I almost never run into those things. So it's never been a problem for me, you know, it's, knock on wood. It's like, um, uh, I don't know, Bill, if you have HBO and curb your enthusiasm, but um, Larry has this one friend who's chronically late. And, and Larry, you know, uh, David is this curmudgeon who just does not tolerate, you know, things that annoy him. I mean, he's totally unfiltered. And so he and his friends are all conspiring to share an earlier date that they have for dinner. That's not the real date, but they're just factoring in his late time. <laughs> it's true. We do. Yeah. I, I do that with my family. Uh, everybody, everybody, my wife's side of the family is is late to everything so i just tell them to get there early and then when they get there late it's on time <laughs> and everybody's yeah i don't have to buy it i don't have to worry about it i don't have to like you know because damn it i said nine o'clock and you're here at 10 no now i'm just telling you nine o'clock and you get there at 10 and i really meant 10 mm. <laughs> But no, that's great. I, you know, I I do have HBO, but I've I've never actually watched that show. I love Larry David; he's just great. But I've never watched the show, so maybe I'll maybe I'll have to start. Well, you got like eight seasons to catch up on. Just FYI, I could do that in a day. So, right? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, how how much time do we have left? Uh, we have about two minutes. Okay. Well, um, one thing that I would like to put up a. a digital post-it note on is, you know, we were talking about planning and scheduling, and it's really kind of at the micro level. I think a future show, we should really kind of dive in to something more macro. And particularly this, I mean, if you're working on, you know, a, an intense kind of standalone project like a, like a book or something, I mean, you can, you know, schedule, you know, X number of chapters. But um, I'd be curious, and I wanted to get your reaction, Bill, is you know, how do you go from just kind of seat of the pants, what do I write about, to actually saying, okay, I know I'm going to be writing about this in January. 
I know I'm going to be writing about this topic in March. I know over the next six to eight weeks that I've queued up, you know, five blog posts and three videos, and I know exactly the topics because it's basically taking your concept of that internal kind of micro planning and kind of expanding it across a calendar period that's more than a week. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a much harder task, but really at the end of the day, it, it, it's it's kind of simple, and that is you need to know where you want to go. So let's just say you've started a brand new website and you know you have this idea that you need to write one, let's say one blog post a week. By the end of the year, you will have needed to, you need to write 52 blog posts. Let's just call it 50. So how do you do that? Well, it's kind of like, you know, the, the old saying, and, and it, it, it kind of has two stories, but how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. You just have to kind of start at the end and work your way back. And part of the biggest, the, the hardest part about doing anything is the planning, in my opinion. Doing the work is not hard. Well, yeah, and I, I, sometimes the planning can actually intimidate you because yes. you're like, holy shit. What am I, you know, and so one of the things for this, this follow-up discussion is I'd like to, I have some kind of, and I, I use this all the time with press releases, is, um, you know, I'll just share this and I can expand it later. Um, you know, you, you can look ex externally for ideas. So, for example, there's a calendar that, that lists every special day and every special week. So when you say, oh, it's National Ice Cream Day or it's, you know, you know, take your work, you know, your dog to work day. You know, there's a calendar that lists literally every day there's something happening and they break it down. There's there's stuff happening by day. There's stuff happening by week. There's stuff happening by month. So you could actually look at your business, your area of expertise and queue it up with, you know, during one of those times when everybody's celebrating, a, you know, a relevant uh, 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 recognition of a, of a particular business or occupation or, or what have you. So I think just to kind of sum up, it comes in two things. The planning, yes. But then your mind kind of starts to kind of freak out or like, how, where am I going to come up with this content and this, these ideas? And that's some other things that we can help you with. Yep. And the calendar being one example. Great. Yeah, that's awesome. Good, good, good idea. And we'll talk about that in a future episode. So um, in closing, I just want to say thank you for watching. Thanks, Mark, for being here. And, uh, you know, this show, as always, Oh yeah, just frickin' do it. It's true. <laughs> if you don't do it, somebody else will. So we want it, it to be you, not somebody else. That's right. Um, so just just do us a favor and go to titansofpublishing.com. Take a look around. All our shows are there. And also, if you wouldn't mind, go to titansofpublishing.com forward slash iTunes. That'll take you to the iTunes podcast, whatchamacallit, and give us a review. I'm not asking for a good review or a bad review, just a fair review. And, um, you know, tell us what you think. And um, also, 
we're here, we're on Facebook. We have a, a, a Facebook group and a Facebook page, Titans of Publishing and or Titans of Publishing Show. And offer your suggestions. Um, what do you want to see on a future show? That's That would be very helpful helpful for us. And also, you know, tell us tell us what you think we're doing good, what we're doing bad, how we can improve, what we're doing great, you know, that kind of thing. We want some feedback, all right? Okay, so everybody, um, have a good weekend, and Mark and I will talk to you next week. See Bye. you later. Bye.